Welcome back to part two. Okay, so Kyle and Amanda. There has been several post rumors. We know that Kyle has been unfaithful in the past, but there was a post from Dumois that I found today that stated, let me read it explicitly. Subject, the traitor. Email, what's wrong with all the men at blockme.com. As we all witness the fallout from the mess with this scandal, a Bravo couple on the opposite coast will soon find themselves in a very similar mess. He will be exposed for another mistake. Will she be able to forgive and forget? So again, subject the traitor. Key thing here. Kyle was just on the show The Traitors, which is a great time. I loved it. I love me some Kate Chastain. Brandy tickles me, tickles my pickle. Um, I do think it's Kyle and Amanda because there was something else similar posted about this. And Andy asked Danielle on Watch What Happens Live, who is this about? And she said, I know who it's about, but I'm not going to say, basically. Okay, well, we can infer there's only really two couples on Summer House, Kyle and Amanda and Carl and Lindsay. And it's not Carl and Lindsay because if Carl ever cheated on Lindsay, his head would be, you know, in a basket shipped to Timbuktu. So we, I'm positive that this rumor is referring to Kyle and Amanda. What he did, how he did it, I don't know. But I swear to God, Kyle, if you're listening, if you fucking hurt Amanda, you're next. We're riding at dawn. We're going to hunt you down. I love you, Kyle. I love you like a brother. But we will hunt you down. And I think we've always known that there is such a juvenile grossness. Well, to every Bravo relationship. But really to our summer, winter, pump, Southern Charm folks. Our under 40 folks. Under 45. I'm so sorry I keep saying folks just shut me off. Um, they, there's just this like Peter Pan kind of energy that they just don't want to stop. And I think Kyle is so, will perpetually be in that state of mind. I think the fact that she hasn't told him she hasn't had her period in nine months is a huge fucking red flag. Because if I was trying to have a child, which I soon will be, my husband's going to be very privy to my cycle. And I'm not saying you have to be in depth or whatever, but like, again, not knowing that you haven't been able to have your period for nine months. And that's also a huge issue. Like that could be for a lot of health reasons, explicable or unexplicable, right? Either way, poor Amanda. And if Kyle's fucking around on her, we're going to fuck him up. Agreed? Great. I think the whole Danielle versus Lindsay thing, I don't find it that entertaining. I don't really care. Like, Danielle doesn't really do it for me. She's just kind of there. I've always thought that about her. I, you know, I'm sure she's a lovely girl. I know people that know her say she's a lovely girl. Don't care. I'm talking about what entertains me on my television. I think that her and Lindsay's feud 
they've made out to be this huge thing, I don't really know how how far it's going to carry the season. The cast right now is lacking. I mean, Paige brings it. We know Kyle brings it. We know to a degree Lindsay brings it. Everyone else is lacking. We don't have Andrea. We don't have the sloppy hookups with Paige, with Paige and Carl, Paige and Andrea, whatever. Paige is now with Craig. Paige is in and out. Craig is in and out. Lindsay and Carl, basically an 89-year-old couple, not adding any entertainment value. These two, three children, I don't I don't care about you. Like, I don't know you. I don't want to know you. Whatever. I'm most excited for Corey to come because at least he's kind of hot, even though he's the biggest douchebag I've probably ever seen next to Jersey Shore. Different type of douchebag, but you get what I'm saying. It's the pearl necklace. I mean, they can rock it on Love Island, but they're British, so it's like a different energy, right? I don't know. That's what I tell myself. But he still looks hot in it, which is what's annoying. But yeah, he's a douchebag. But I'm excited. I want him to be back. I need the intrigue. I watch Summer House and Winter House and Southern Charm to like get my tickles. You know, I want to feel flirted with. I want to feel titillated. I watch my housewives because they're my day-to-day drama. They're my in and out, my family, right? These are my, you know, cousins, siblings. My housewives are my my aunts. Okay. That's just that's how I view them here. Here, here at this household. Um so, anyways, I don't <laughs> this is going so poorly. Oh, I'm I'm probably not gonna publish this. Um so if that's the case, then I'm just gonna kind of wing it which I've been doing this whole time. Lastly, Amanda and Danielle. I, so Danielle in the most recent episode of Southern Charm said, or Southern Charm, Summer House said, who do you not trust most? And Danielle answered Amanda. And Amanda had been drinking and she's a very sweet soul. And she was talking, sharing about her fertility journey, I believe. Don't quote me on that. But she instantly started crying. And I can relate because even if I haven't had two drinks, I I cried Niagara Falls worth of tears on a regular basis. So having someone saying that to you out of left field when you have no beef beef with them is jarring. And I think it has way more to do with Kyle. And then what surprised me is how much Danielle blew up after Kyle was blowing up. So she blew up on Carl for not standing up for them, for her and Lindsay in that moment. Because Kyle goes off and naturally I would want my husband to pop off and be like, fuck you. You guys are assholes. That's my wife. Don't talk about her that way. Which he would never because he's a fucking saint and I'm not. But you know, whatever, digressing. And I just think that, I don't know, there's something deeper and more insecure going on with Danielle. And I, and I do think it is the fact that her and Lindsay were so close and she did have a relationship with Carl and it was romantic at one time. And now they have totally iced her out. And it's very weird. It's very uncomfortable. The whole Maya Carl situation also was 
fucking weird. You really think Maya and Carl ever had any romantic connection? No. They give like a brother and sister cousin, not Kentucky cousin, but cousin vibe. And I I don't know. I think Lindsay pulled that out of her ass. I can't stand Lindsay. I don't think she's a nice person. I know people that have met her that have been mutual friends of hers have said the same thing. And then fans have reportedly encountered her and she's been horrible or just aloof, right? Whatever. I don't care. Never been a fan of Lindsay. She's activated. So I'm really excited to see this season. Finally, what the fuck happened with Danielle and Lindsay? I'm really not, but whatever. I'm more excited to see how this pans out with Amanda, Kyle, Carl, and Kyle and how their relationship evolves. And it seems like they're in a good place now based on Instagram, but we do know that Carl left Loverboy, is no longer working with Kyle. And I think it is primarily because of Lindsay. I do think a big part of it does have to do with Carl's sobriety and his journey, which is fucking awesome. Like I'm never going to knock someone for being sober, but (laughs) my sister and I were talking about this. He almost became like normal SpongeBob, like when SpongeBob becomes normal and he just, he's lost all his Flair. He's just like awkward and not funny anymore. Like there was this one when he met, I forget the new guy's name. I just don't care. The only other dude that's on the show, aside from Carl and Kyle and occasionally Craig, um, he he said something about either he was in the Marines or his family was in the Marines, and he goes, Marines, big fan. <laughs> big fan. Are you just a big fan of the the armed forces or is it the Marines specifically? And he didn't even say like, oh yeah, I've had, I've, and this is Carl, I've had family in the Marines. No, no, that, that wasn't it. No, he's just, he's just a big fan. It's just, it's one of many cringy moments for me. So yeah, there's that. Okay, Miami. I'm going to go a little south, watch the first part of the reunion. What do you guys think? Um, I think Larsa it, gunning it for Nicole is weird. I get that she's super pissed that Nicole and her husband were talking about Larsa and Michael Jordan's son banging it out together or something along those lines. And he made some kind of choice comment, which wasn't great about Larsa. I honestly forget it. I think I laughed, but she has held that over Nicole. And I think there's like some jealousy, some, I don't really get it, but Larsa has been really coming at Nicole the first part of this reunion. And Alexia has been coming for everybody on the right side of the couch. So (laughs) her, I I do love Alexia and her situation with her son like breaks my heart having someone in my family with special needs. I mean, granted, he wasn't born that way. He got into an accident. So I don't know if special needs is the appropriate term. However, you know, he does, he does have challenges and mental health challenges. And so for Adriana to (laughs) compare her fucking Club, clubbed foot, which 
was honestly just bruised to Frankie's accident was horrible. I mean, literally top 10 most horrible comparisons, things to say in housewife history. Because what happened to Frankie and how that affected their family was, I mean, it forever changed him. He went from being a normal everyday kid to getting in this accident and then having, you know, mental, physical limitations and, and changes. I don't fully know. I don't know if there's a diagnosis. I haven't gone into that. I don't, I don't care to go into that. Like, plus his heart. I just think that Adriana to compare her fucking foot to Frankie's accident as being an accident and knowing how bad that is, is super dark. And I just think it's a horrible cry for help. But Alexia has every right to be fuming and pissed. And I am team her one trillion percent on that front. But for her, with her saying to Julia, like, oh yeah, you're Russian. Like, you know, you, or something like knowing how to be a prostitute because you're Russian or all Russians know how to be prostitutes, whatever, comparing Russian women, equating them to prostitutes was horrible. And she has said some very like choice things. She is incredibly defensive. She is incredibly entitled and they read the definition of narcissism and Lenny, Lenny Hoxton is a narcissist. I fucking hate Lenny. String him up, hang him like Jesus Christ on the cross. Sorry I said it. Bye, Lenny. We don't need you. We don't need your nasty ass hoe that's younger than me licking her lips like Lisa. We don't need her. We don't want her. Leave. I think that there is probably more to the story. There is more to the story than we know with their marriage and why it fell out. Her going out so much. Yeah, sure. I mean, I get that maybe coming home at four in the morning when, you know, as a father, you're home with your two kids and you're like, where the fuck is my wife? Yeah, that's not, that's not great. I'd be really pissed if my husband was doing that. But if he was doing that on a regular basis, if he did that like once in a blue moon, yeah, it's annoying, but whatever. I mean, I'm a psycho bitch and everything. So that's coming from me. But I think I think there has to be a little bit more to the story. But I also do just believe Lenny is a is a true narcissist. Um, and yeah, I really hope their divorce is finalized as soon as possible and they get into court. And I'm really happy that she brought her Blaith to the reunion. And I did mention her on my story and she reposted it. And I just it was a good moment for me. So thanks. Thanks, Lisa, sweetie. Um, that's really all I had on the Miami front. Potomac wrapped up, as we know. Robin Dixon, Juan Dixon. Are we surprised, Robin? Are we surprised? No. And you hid it from us for a reason. Like, I, this narrative is so dull to me. I just don't even want to talk about it anymore. Like, truly. I just think it's absolute bullshit. I'm more interested in Giselle and Ashley going for Chris, Candace's husband. And I don't know, that whole thing. I felt Chris's anger. Like I was mad for him because if 
again, I don't think he did any of what they were alleging. And I understand if Giselle felt uncomfortable meeting a room with him, but they were getting hung up on semantics in the reunion. Like he didn't do anything to her. She kept saying, well, what you did to me. And, and Andy was like, well, what did he do to you, Giselle? You're just saying he made you feel some type of way. That's not something he did to you. He can't help the way you felt based on a private conversation you had where there was a door half closed, closed, the lock was holding the door open like in a hotel room. We don't know. I don't care. I don't think Chris was going to feel up fucking Giselle. Like, get out of your ass. Like, Giselle, you're one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Okay? But seriously, I also do believe my sweet LaDame is is having some trysts. I don't know what or when, but I I think something, something's going on. And um, I think the girls know. I think Karen Huger's husband knows, sweet Ray. And I think this, that will, more of that will come out. I am sad Ashley and Luke from Summer House, Winter House are over. I thought that was a fun little tryst. Um, I, I don't think that was a good long-term sitch. So we'll see, you know, who's he going to move on to next? Maybe, maybe Hannah Burner. No, she's married and I don't want her back on my TV, but you know, she asked, love you girl. Below deck was last on my topics of coverage. I'm just not really feeling this season, which makes me really sad. And I think a big part of it was because Sandy covered like the first half of their season, basically. And I'm not a Sandy fan. And I have to be in the mindset of like, okay, I'm going into below deck med. This is Sandy. When I go into below deck OG, I am ride or die for the set of the sea. I want Captain Lee. I want him there. I want him sweaty. I want him with his Florida tan and his white hair and his cheeky remarks and his sharp sense of humor. I don't, I don't want Sandy being holier than thou. I just, I'm not into it. And I respect Sandy as a woman, as a leader, but like not a big fan of hers. Don't really like the way she manages things. I think she can be incredibly petty. I think Lee is very quick to anger, but I seem to always justify what he does. And we recently found out as a Bravo community that he is done, that his... His sale, his charter has officially come to an end. Um, I'm pissed. Who the fuck is going to replace him? And if it's not the captain, Jason, from below deck down under, then I'm out. Because talk about literally the hottest guy on Bravo is Captain Jason. Next to Andrea from Summer House. Like, I mean, look at his abs. You could literally, I mean, I just want to see ice melt on the abs. That's, That's just me. Just, just one woman's opinion. Um, yeah, Captain Jason can get it anytime. That is my Bravo crush. When I think of like, you know, people say, well, Mauricio, hottest house husband. Or, okay, Jackie's husband is pretty cute. Um, and even Danielle's husband from Jersey, kind of cute too. But yeah, no, 
it, it it's Jason for me all the way. So that said, thank you guys all for listening. I'm sure you might have ducked out early. That's okay. Who knows if I'm going to publish this? Hopefully will. But I will see you all next week, hopefully with more updates on our Scandy Sandy sitch, Summer House, Jersey, and more Miami reunion. And then maybe we'll cover Below Deck a little bit. Ultimate Girls Trip is coming up, so that'll be on our screen soon. More to come with Roni. And yeah, that's about it. Okay. Peace and blessings. Bye.